0: Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, brought to you by the Small Business Community Network in association with Northern River Financial. We're proudly supported by TELUS. The future is friendly. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org.
1: Hello everyone, it's Linda call Jenna here, co-founder of the Small Business Community Network with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. In today's episode, I'd like to share a conversation we recorded for our Small Biz Perspectives video series. Hi Steve.
0: How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing really good and um, uh, I know we've been thinking about the weather a lot in Canada because it's very changeable, but um, we shouldn't complain. <laughs>
0: No, we should, but you know, one t- it's, it's funny, you know, all of a sudden we're in spring and all of a sudden winter comes back with a vengeance today and, you know, a lot of snow blowing around, there's a lot of accidents and things falling down, so I'm thinking maybe this is just the last push winter's so. making to, to go away, so I'm looking forward to it getting better.
1: But um, we've been chatting a lot lately, haven't we, about uh, motivation um, and um, how we can actually have the willpower, I guess, to believe in ourselves and know that we can do something.
0: I think the, the the concept there, motivation, I think one of the things people come to this podcast for amongst others is the concept of how do we, we find that vigor in ourselves? How do we find that way to keep that spark going every day? And this topic sort of came up the other day when I was sort of talking to somebody about that motivational aspect. And you know how you can get into a small business and you can go so long and then you run out of steam? And and that is a challenge to the success of a business. So I wanted to sort of touch on the concept of believing in yourself and really how do you motivate yourself to pursue your dream to the point where it actually becomes reality for you?
1: Well, you've got a really good stor- story, Steve. How did you do it?
0: Well, you know, for me, I, I, I came through things that forced me to make changes in business. Right um, from a family side and, and certainly from a professional side, I had to make some significant changes a couple of years ago. But it, I think the passion that comes for me in terms of what I'm doing now is I'm very independent. I can do and run my business in the in the industry that I'm in. The way that i want to do it as opposed to being told by others how it should be done so i get that i get that feedback from people and and that's self-motivating and but you have got to work to that point and i think with a lot of people it's hard to get to that point
1: um i think with some of the newer businesses it is because being in business isn't always fun and i was speaking to someone recently i was mentoring and i said well we all have to do the grungy bits the drudgery bits the bits we don't like And if we haven't got the motivation to do everything that we need to do in business, we won't last very long.
0: And I think that sort of extended to a conversation I had with somebody at lunch today where she's in my profession and and she's been in business for a couple of years now. But she recognized that in order to get to where she needed to do She needed to make some sacrifices. She needed to put some priorities in place. And so just like you trying to balance family and businesses and and all those other demands in your life, she had to give up and make some sacrifices to get there. But she believed that she had that capability, and so she had to make those changes. But we all get to the point where we have some down times, and we got to find that way to sort of, you know, stoke up that fire to keep going to the finish line. Because once we make that transition and become successful, it's a lot easier to motivate yourself successfully than it is to get to that point.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, talking about that, it, it does fit in with the motivation to carry on. I read an article today, um, I don't know it's a Globe and Mail or something, and they said it's becoming increasingly difficult for small businesses to stop the, the cyber security affecting their businesses for many reasons. Um, they may not have the budget to hire professional cybersecurity people. So do you think in that case, if they think their business is going to be ruined by a bad guy, could they lose the motivation, you know, to even carry on?
0: Well, they can even lose the business, right? I mean, the vulnerability of people's personal... and I mean, you think about what I do in terms of financial information for people. I mean, if we didn't have the proper safeguards in place, that could easily kill a business, right? So I think the problem is there's external threats and the external pressures and certainly the cybersecurity. You hear it on the news all day, right? <laughs> Everybody is having it. I mean, Hudson's Bay just the other day was was Saks Fifth Avenue and all the data there. But would that make the smaller businesses
1: give up? The big businesses carry on.
0: I think it's certainly gotten to that point where if that's the type of business you're in, if you aren't willing to take those efforts, and the things keep changing. That's the problem, right? You think you're as far as you can in terms of being secure. And then something else changes, you know. Every day we're getting emails and we're getting text messages about people saying something or threatening something when it's not true, right? But people don't know what to believe and what not.
1: But that shouldn't take away our motivation from carrying on in the business, really. That's something, you know, we can ignore. I, I honestly think that we all go through bad times. Even I've been through some bad times. And I think I mentioned to you recently, if I had to give up business for my family, I would. I've been motivated to give my business up because my family comes first, but I can juggle. Um, We all have uh, problems in business. We have uh, problems with people we deal with. We have problems with um, clients. We have every problem. Um, But I always feel it's well worth carrying on, Steve, even though it's not always fun. What are the three things that kept you going and motivated? Because you've been through some tough times.
0: You know, one of the key things in terms of the last couple of years is is age. You know, I've got a certain amount of time in order to get my business to a point where I want to be when I do retire. I'm sort of on the other end of the spectrum. Certainly, when young people are getting into it, it, it's knowledge and it's experience. And certainly the third is finances. I mean, a lot of people are challenged in the infancy of a new business because if they're going, let's say, from a nine-to-five job or a career and want to go into launching their own business, well, they've got to find that financial ability to, to do that. So yeah, those are three yeah. challenges.
1: That is true. So you really had the motivation. You were planning ahead to retirement, and that was a big part of your motivation.
0: Well, I think planning, you hit it right on the nail there, nail on the head there. I mean, that's so important. A lot of people don't do that proper planning, and they don't, they they sort of just decide to wake up one morning and go into business and then they just don't have any real logic or any structure or direction and they just go forward and and they think, well, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that. (laughs) But it doesn't all work together, right? It's like, you know, you've got to find a plan and you've got to – and even if it's in its infancy, it's simple
1: and then you expand upon it. That's not really, you know, to do with motivation. That's to do with choices, maybe taking the easy way out. I guess another one of my motivators early on was I didn't want to go – back and work three crappy jobs so I was motivated to make my businesses work but um sadly not everybody's got the motivation to carry on uh, we mentor people and even with our help sometimes people are not motivated to do the homework um they're not motivated to help themselves and that's a very very sad part of life isn't it
0: well I think that's just to come back to that planning I mean if you keep your pa- pa- you know your planning straightforward and simple to start and set Goals And if you can realize some of those initial goals, it sort of creates a little momentum and you can get bigger and make some more challenges and hopefully successfully reach those. That, when you see some success starting to happen in your business, is a strong motivator in itself. But, you know, we've all got to find that somewhere inside us, what motivates us, right? I I talked about earlier about, you know, sometimes we need to take a step back. You know, when we have a hard day or a client blows up in our face or something goes in the wrong direction, take some time, reflect. Think about what happened. Think of how you can improve what you're doing and go forward. And then you'll find the next day or two days later you may have a, a happy story. So you got to try and retrench yourself and go find that place to go forward instead of just reflecting on the negative.
1: And then there's the times where we feel like we want to really be rude and mean to our clients and say, we can't work with you anymore and we have to be motivated to keep those you know those things to ourselves. Um, I know when we started doing the Small Business Community Network, started doing our uh, conferences, um, it took a lot of our motivation um, to carry on because the first year nobody else was really offering the conferences like we were. The second year, lots of organisations were emulating us and then they were kind of cutting prices and selling you know, tickets cheaper to attend the conference. So having the motivation to carry on for us was, well, you know, even if we help just half the amount of people that we helped last year, if those people co- choose to come to our conference with excellent speakers, then we were motivated to carry on. So it's a case of making choices and know why we're doing it and who we want to help, I guess. In that I case. think
0: you, when you look at the start of the networking group, um, yeah, yeah, you know what? Those, those, are, those are just bumps in the road because when you start to see people doing what you're doing, that must tell you that you're doing something right. Yeah. And the second part of it, as you're starting to see more tenants, as just seeing more interest, then that just builds on its own. And so the motivation there for you is, I'm actually helping people. I'm seeing the organization grow. I'm hearing positive things about it to the point where it's a strong, successful organization now.
1: It yeah, has a negative word though, like my other business, motivational step scares people. The word motivational, um, but in that sense, I. I don't believe I can motivate people to do anything. I can offer them support and and stuff like that. So the word motivation sometimes scares people and they go, like, "Oh, that's a bit fluffy or fluffy whatever. I'll just do it my way. I'll plod on, you know." You post a lot of uh, motivational quotes. Does mm. that, does that help you share with your I don't know, clients, whatever your your networking people that right. You have a heart and you do care about life in general.
0: One of the things is consistency, right? I think I'm always like on a a Sunday morning, I write something called a Northern River reflection, which is just something that might have happened in the week or inspired a concept or a thought. And I do that consistently. And I find when I'm doing that and when I'm preparing what I do on a motivational Monday post, it's quotes that have meant something to me within the last couple of days because of something going on. So in other words, the point is soul searching. You know, don't just sit back and say, poor me, but try and find, take the negative and try and make it into a positive, a positive step. Motivation is a scary word because people don't really know what it means. Your job and what I do sometimes is try and provide some support, some information, but it's of no use to somebody unless they're willing to take it in and mm-hmm. reflect on it and, and use it to the best ability for how it works for them. So we're not there to, to make people motivated. We're there to foster an environment by which they can be motivated.
1: I was um, not very motivated today um, with some of the tasks I was doing that meant I had to stay in my office. I don't like doing spreadsheets. I don't like doing Excel, but I had to do it. And then I was very demotivated because I got in a mess. And then Dave says, I'll help you tomorrow. So, again, you have to express why you're demotivated and why you can't do something. Um, You had a nasty accident uh, recently. It was very sad, wasn't it? You unfortunately found... A deer uh, jumped from a cliff and jumped in, in the way of your car. I mean, how did you carry on with the rest of your day? That must have been absolutely awful.
0: Well, that can become a big story, but the simple part of that story is you're right. Uh, I was driving into Algonquin Provincial Park, and a deer jumped from a high down in front of my car, and I had no choice. It hit, and it passed away. And, you know, I I, I really spent a lot of time up north. I love wildlife. I love that, that natural outside uh, And so what I did is what I do sometimes is I said, okay, well, I'm going to go into the park. I'm going to go for some small walks. I'm going to take some pictures. It's quiet. It's peaceful. But here's the funny thing. When I was planning for this trip, I was talking to somebody a few days earlier about getting together at some point while I'm up there. And she said, well, I'm actually going to be in the park teaching some people um, photography and doing a course that with some people. So I said, okay, that's fine. So one of the things I did is when I went over to the visitor center, I went in, I was taking some pictures in the back. I came back into the bookstore. And who do you think walks in that lady that I was talking to a few days ah. ago, my friend, and she gave me a big hug and you know, oh. that just broke the ice. Yeah. Right. So I think we, and that's where I come back to sometimes when we get so stressed or so burdened, we got to find that place to sort of slow down and, and sort of re gear and find a way to move forward and find the positive moving forward. And the positive to me, was I had so much outpouring of people sharing the grief, sharing, you know, my pain point, encouraging me, that it just made me such a stronger person at the end of the week. And I think people need to know that there's people out there that can help with that.
1: Yeah. um, um, I'm a mom, have four children, adult children. Uh, I know a lot of moms find it you know, difficult to leave their children when they maybe, you know, they're with the dad, they've been sent home sick from school, they've got, you know, a little sniff in the nose. And, and sometimes mothers in particular are demotivated. They don't want to leave the children and carry on with their, you know, business. But um, that's where they should make a choice. Am I in business or don't want to be a full-time mom. Um, I fell asleep on the sofa last night. I was so tired. I'd had such a busy week. And... Um, I'd done my work for the day and I fell asleep on the sofa and then Dave had to motivate me to go grocery shopping. Now, if I I don't (laughs) eat, then I'm not going to be able to wake up next morning to do my work. So everything in life we do, we have to have some motivation. So for me, I've got no food in the house, we have to go grocery shopping. So if we have no clients, we have to go client shopping. So we have to motivate ourselves with everything we do in life, Steve.
0: Well, we do, and you know there's things we don't like doing, but we gotta find a way of getting them done, right? And we have to trade off on some things too, you know. I mean, the family, like you said earlier, that's number one. There's no, there's no given there, right? Yeah. That's number one, and that'll always take the precedence in anybody's life, whether they're running a small business or they're, they're working or they're, you know, just being with their family. So, yeah, I guess having food to eat is certainly a strong <laughs> motivator if you're hungry. But it's just an example of where, like, from a business perspective, as you said. You can't have a business unless you have clients. And so, if you're not really engaging with enough clients, maybe you don't like the prospecting, maybe you don't like the networking, but it's something that you have to do in order to be able to attract people to become your clients. Well, you that, know, they're not going to come to you necessarily unless you go out and try and find that,
1: that's them. Another, that's another perspective. And my hero, Gary Vee, I was trying to watch a, a video of his in the middle of things yesterday. And he was actually saying he doesn't do enough in face networking these days, you know, face-to-face. And he's going to motivate himself to do more of that. So I think it's been a good conversation, Steve. I think I'm motivated now to go and, you know, sit outside in the sunshine and freeze to death.
0: (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) It's cold out there.
1: It is absolutely bitter. But, um... A lot of my relatives and friends in the UK have worse weather than us, so I'm motivated to stay in Canada.
0: (laughs) Well, this will pass. This will give us a couple um, of days and it will be better.
1: We'll be back with another Small Beast Perspectives. I think we're trying to keep it light tonight, aren't we? Because um, there's a lot of doom and gloom going on in the world at the moment, so we're trying to keep it light and motivate people to say, you can do it, you can keep on going.
0: All right, I think that's exactly the key. Okay. Have a great evening.
1: And you, Steve. Bye for now.